0: CineBuds is supported by Associated Bank. CineBuds, CineBuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Hey now. From 88.9, I'm Justin Barney.
1: Milwaukee Films, Christopher Pollard. And today
0: we are talking about Shiva Baby. I think it's really great to support females, particularly female entrepreneurs. Cool. In the future. <laughs> great. <Yeah>. Awesome. <laughs>
2: Wow. Yes. So, yeah. so sorry
0: for your loss. A little synopsis of Shiva, baby in the movie plot wise, almost nothing happens. They go to a Shiva, they sit Shiva and then they go home. That is it. That's the whole movie. It is all sitting Shiva, but there is so much more that happens in this movie. It, uh, it's, it starts off uh, with our character in Shiva, relations with a man and uh, uh he pays her and then she goes to this shiva with her family
1: i just want to say that you really you really got shy about relations but the payment part of it you were like hey, well, he paid her he paid her
0: that's, part, her. Of, that's part of the okay. deal um and then they go to the shiva and he is at the shiva he's at the shiva her ex-girlfriend's at the Shiva. Her mom and dad are at the Shiva. She's got nosy aunts that are at the Shiva. She's got people that she's barely ever talked to, and they are all at this thing. At one point, she runs into a nail and starts bleeding.
1: She gets coffee
0: Holy spilled God. on her. At one point, she like starts sweeping glass with her bare hands.
1: That scene harmed me. That was yeah. hard to watch.
0: And the whole thing, the whole movie is kind of about these little power dynamics that she has to have with, like, each person at this Shiva. Christopher, what did you think about Shiva Baby?
1: I really liked it. I really liked it a lot. Um, we talked about it in a recent episode about the American comedy <laughs> in lofty terms. But honestly, this is really solid. It's a really interesting perspective. They do such a good job. It's really interesting because this film is like, I can compare it to other films that are dramas where it's just all about constant tension and just near misses and things. But it is funny. And the the humor comes from like a really particular community and a real particular um, vibe that, that... that the main character has and the, and the, characters interactions and the near misses. So I, I really thought it was solid. It's a really impressive first film. It's based on a short film uh, that the director made uh, that the, she expanded into a feature film. So she's been working with it for a while. So it was a great job.
0: I loved this movie. <laughs> I, I adored it. I yeah. loved it on first watch and on the second watch, I loved it like three times more. Yeah. Because there's like, once you, the, on the second watch, it's like so much of the like claustrophobia and like the shell shock is, is like out of the way. And then you can like really kind of like focus on these dynamics. And one thing that I like about this movie is that they are, they are at a Shiva. So they are, they're in a room with a whole bunch of other family. And this entire movie is subtext. The whole thing, it is like all these dynamics and people are talking to each other, but the whole thing is what are they saying under what they're saying?
2: Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Associated Bank, proud supporter of Milwaukee Film and offering support year round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to the Milwaukee community at AssociatedBank.com. Member FDIC. Radio Milwaukee runs on community support, and thanks to the Lacey Sadoff Foundation, we have a chance to unlock a $10,000 match, funding the podcast you love for a month to come. W support today at RadioMilwaukee.org slash donate.
1: you got so many different things going on all at once. Terrific.
2: I have to, with his lifestyle.
1: Really? That's funny, I never would have pegged you for a, a man of luxury, Max.
2: Oh, are you kidding me? Him and his friends go to the most ridiculously expensive restaurants, don't you? I mean, they're foodies.
1: <laughs> I'm going to get a cup of coffee.
2: Oh, could you get me one? Sure. Um, so I don't know, if, if you change your mind, if you find yourself on some time, I'm actually working from home right now. Oh. But I really could use somebody to help with the organizing, scheduling, things like that. I mean, we could really tailor it to something that you like if you um, think that would suit you. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Um, No, that's that's so nice of you to offer. I just, I don't think that's anything that I would um, like. I don't really want to be like um, a girl boss.
1: (laughs) That is really good. We should tell them, so here's what's interesting about that scene. Is the the Max, who's the curly haired man who had to go get coffee, she's been sleeping with him as in a in a sugaring sugaring is the term I looked up. He's a sugar daddy. Essentially, means they go on dates and he pays her. Um, and then he, uh, she that's his wife and baby right next to him, the blonde. But uh, th- she just found out at the shiva that he is actually married and has a kid. And he just found out that she is not saving up for uh, business school. I believe mm-hmm. that she's in fact, living with her parents and like doing babysitting, which is actually uh, escorting. So but therein I- lies the tension there.
0: Yes. And uh, uh, it, like, like, Kenny's in on the comments here saying spoily dish, but it, it's like, this is a movie that I, I, there's not a whole lot of spoiling to be had in the movie there because there are just yeah. like these dynamics and the whole movie is working within those dynamics. And so it is like a constant, it's like, it's a constant power struggle and a, a constant, like in every single relationship that they have, it's her trying to like find where she doesn't have power kind of essentially and trying to find some of it and like in i feel like i i was really attached to this movie um because like i felt for her a lot in this to be in this situation where you are with an entire family and she is like just about to graduate from school and uh, she has like, made a degree in kind of like uh, feminist theory. And she has to, she's like, has to explain all of these things. And everything in her life is out of control. And she's in like this setting where you're, you're with your parents and your cousins. And the whole thing is just kind of this like jockeying for, what they perceive to be, you know, the better thing to have in life. It's like, do you have kids? Do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a job? And so, like, if she's being judged against all of these people. And like, in that clip where she's like talking about not, not wanting to be a girl boss, it's like, you can. You you feel the pressure of her family like crushing down on her and her trying to like struggle into uh like having power in this.
1: It's interesting though, because I also wondered and I, I wrote down the question, are there any likable characters in this movie? And I know that the I know Danielle's the main character. she's supposed to be the one we empathize with, and I do, but there are moments once we get into it, so obviously the situation she's in, she has lied to a couple people, um, her ex-girlfriend's there. So that adds tension. And then her family knows that, that they kind of saw each other and are addressing it very condescendingly as like your experimentation, behave yourself. So there's that unfortunate dynamic. But once you, like you said, those power dynamics start and she sees that he has this beautiful wife and a family, then she starts wanting to take some of that power back. And she starts doing stuff that makes you like, she's not helping herself. Right. She like comes on to him in the bathroom because she wants some of that attention back that she wasn't getting.
0: But also, like, yeah, it's like you start and it, it like it starts and she doesn't care about this guy. Yeah. You know? She's like, she's in this relationship and because like she has the power in this relationship, you know, like they are, they are in this, like he's the sugar daddy, but she like has all these things that, you know, um, yeah you know, he is paying her for her powers. And uh, so she is in this in this. And then once they're like in the like in the Shiva, she's trying to like fight for some of this power back.
1: Yeah, and, she's getting hit by everyone else. She's like, I got to get something because at the beginning, the very first scene after they have sex and he, she's trying to leave. He's still trying to like kiss her and hold her. And she's she's kind of like, OK, yeah. it's time to go. So like, yeah, she couldn't care less until all these other forces are taking it away, which honestly is so confusing to watch because at one point it's uh, on one hand it's very funny, all the things that they're saying to her, but it also, and that's what everyone talks about when they talk about this film is this ramping up of the tension and frustration of being in a crowded house with a ton of people who are manhandling you literally Like grabbing her waist, telling her she's so skinny, asking only asking her, uh, do you have a job? Do you have a boyfriend? Yeah. Over and over again. Let's talk about like how they
0: create that tension, because I think that they do like a really, really good job of that. Like through, uh, you know, through their, their technique. So much of the movie is so close yeah, and it is, it is claustrophobic and cramped. It reminded me of like, of uncut gems, you know,
1: I, I, I said the same thing. Yeah. yeah,
0: where it's like you're, they're in that jewelry store, and here, like they're in this shiva, and the, you know, it's like it's spinning, and it's the the shots are super tight, and then sometimes, I really like when they will. She's in a conversation, and they have this like these like strings playing, and you you just see her like zoning out. And the conversation is happening around her, but you like feel how she is zoning out, and I think it was like super, super effective at, at how they did that.
1: For sure, I want to go back to that question about: Are there characters in this movie that you like? That's a likable person. <sighs> I like. I, I kind of like the dad. The dad does. The do dad. <laughs> <laughs> I think the dad is wonderful compared to the mom, which is a terrible thing to say, but the mom is like, Oh, her scenes were so frustrating. Cause she talks rapid fire, constantly eating <laughs> constantly like this undertone of criticism while also trying to seem supportive. I, and, and even though I know her intentions are good, I'm like, Oh, it's so hard. And the dad is just kind of clueless, uh, which I, makes it a little sweeter to, to, to take.
0: So I, I don't think in any movie there has to be a likable character. Agreed. I, I do not think that that's important. But I think there are I think there are likable relationships in this. When you talk about her mom, her relationship with her mom is my favorite part about this movie because she's trying she's constantly trying to needle. And she's trying to see where she can get an edge. She's trying to, you know, and like you were saying, like with the mom who was like the the parents and like the dad, like they're so good intentioned and they're so supportive. But they do that thing that parents do where you say a really supportive thing, but it's really like condescending. It's (laughs) It's really insulting, but they do it in like such a supportive way. And there is one scene in this movie where she cracks and she says like mom are you proud of me you know and she has like that little moment with her mom yeah. she's like in this whole situation where it's all out of her control and she has that one moment of tenderness where she like goes to her mom i felt like that that part was so like are any of the characters uh, like truly likable i don't know but some of these some of the spaces in the yeah. relationships And where you could see them in each relationship, there was like a likable part.
1: Yeah, I agree. I don't think people need to be like, Oh, I want to hang out with somebody in this movie. It doesn't have to be that as long as it is funny or it serves the attention or whatever it is. However, I just had a particularly, particularly visceral response to the mother constantly pull, physically pulling her while she's saying, no, I do not want to. And just, yeah, just, just, just overwhelming. And I was like, I would, I would run out of that house so fast.
0: I was like, so that is, that is um, my mother.
1: I was trying to decide if it was my mother and I don't think it is like maybe a very watered down version, but you think it's your mom.
0: That is my mom is constantly trying to assert herself in my life yeah. and trying to take over when I am saying Mom, do not do this. It is her being like, I know better, and I am going to do it, which is like a part of why, like, I think that I love this movie too. Who's that? He's cute. Oh, Janice and son son, um, Max, I think.
2: Can I sneak hi. hi, hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, I'm good. I'm really good. Um, yeah, you seem it. Seem good. Congrats on law school, that's really great. Thanks. That only took you like four fucking months. How's um babysitting? Good. What are you like? Are you here this summer? It's it's just I didn't know that I was gonna see you today because I thought that you would still be taking finals. I finished them yesterday. And what? You just had to like race home for your best friend Annie? Abby. That's what I said. Well I interned for her in high school. Oh, so yeah. Of course you did. Yeah, so my mom and I thought it'd be, like, good to be with the family in this time. Show you off. Very on brand for Catherine. Were you, um, were you even at the funeral? Yeah. Really? Of course I was. Yeah. Your dad was kind of, like, frazzled. I don't, um, he said you were running late. Okay, well, if he said that, then why did you ask? You can't just, like, show up to, like, the after party for a shiva. I and like reap the benefits of the buffet. Didn't. That's, I didn't, was there. Yeah. Were you like looking for me and asking everyone? No, I was not looking for you. Let's live in the Where's truth. Where's What was the, your favorite part of the service? Oh, the whole thing was beautiful. Interesting, you must just be so sad.
0: Um, first, I just want to address the comments. I can see the comments, but like, I can't comment back and I wish that I could write in the comments. Um, Tom, I did, I was going to try to pressure in K Polly into ad limbing a version of Shiva Baby, a parody of Santa Baby. Uh, Christopher, if you're ready.
1: Yeah, I think we've upset people enough with the image. I don't <laughs> think we need to scar the entire city. I would also like to say that I also, during that clip, discovered the comments, I wasn't seeing them and i almost a tear almost came to my eyes to see how many there were so thank you guys so much
0: and i i wish that i could i wish that i could write and comment back um yeah. so we talked a lot about the like in in that clip too you can see the kind of like positioning that she's doing and like and that subtext and the way that she is The way that she's answering to like say something else, which is, I think, like one, a testament to the writing in this film, and two, a testament to the acting. To constantly be saying something other than like the words that are written is so hard to do, and I think that she did it so so well in this movie that I I like really loved that she had to like act those words and to speak to that subtext. But this this clip. But yeah. This, yeah. I think it's very funny. And, <laughs> and I think this clip is funny. And I I think that like me just being who I am, I want to like analyze all of the relationships as I want to in my for every relationship in my entire life. I just that is my favorite. We're uh,
1: discovering thing. some wonderful things about us. I like how the <laughs> conversation looked like I was about to talk about my mom. And then you're like, my mom. And now we're discovering some more stuff. Me, this, sometimes, is gonna, this is going to get intimate.
0: Sometimes like me and my mom just like sit and we just like talk about us. You know like we talk about like our relationship or we'll talk about like it is yeah. like we're really like into that. But in this
1: I don't know why that's funny. It's not. It's sweet. But in this there's some <laughs> very funny
0: jokes and I wanted to I wanted to to highlight and talk about some of the jokes because oh, I think you. that this movie for it like in the comments they were talking about it being a horror movie because in many cases it is a horror movie. Yeah. She's trapped in this place where she has no power. She can't get out. It is horrifying and it Borderline a horror movie, but is also deeply, deeply funny. And I wanted, uh, I you know, Christopher, you are our comedy expert, and I I wanted you to uh, a lot of pressure speak to the humor of this.
1: <sighs> Two of my favorite jokes. I will say my second favorite first.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> first off, before uh before you talk, I just want to keep on cutting you off so that you can't say anything, and that I just talk the entire time. On. <laughs> I want to have a recurring segment where we. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what this is. I
0: With want the that.
1: Handiwork, yeah, you can have them. I will mail them to you, Andrea. Um,
0: um, I want to have an ongoing segment where we do what's the funniest joke in the movie, and oh, we yeah. have done it a couple more times. But I want to continue it. So let's let's like restart this tradition that we've done a bit, Christopher. What is the funniest joke in this movie?
1: I'm happy to do that. The, my second, I me tell you my second favorite first yeah. when uh, one of her relatives or acquaintances is showing her pictures of the family pictures on a trip. And she goes, Oh, is that the Holocaust museum? You look so happy. And that's a very funny joke that I didn't get the first time around. I'm like, Oh yeah, you shouldn't look happy there. But my uh, absolute, I have to write it down verbatim uh, because my absolute favorite joke happens so quickly. And it's just like this passerby. I wonder if it's the one I'm thinking of. Oh yeah. People are constantly scooting by and just quickly asking a question. She comes out of the bathroom and a man says, is there a, is there an open window or a fan inside? (laughs) Just matter of fact. And I don't know, like I could see how you would miss that joke, but I was like, well, that guy's going to do some damage. That is the same joke that I had funny open about it. He's just like, I need to know if my shit is going to smell in this house.
0: That is exactly the joke that I had as funny. So the constant, the reoccurring, um, the, the reoccurring bit about the bathroom. Then there was also another bit about the bathroom yeah. uh, that they had too, And then also they were talking about food in the chat. Um the movie did not make me hungry at all. But um I I think like the reoccurring bit where she puts food oh, onto her she puts food onto her plate and then takes it off because she like has nothing else to do yeah. and she wants to avoid talking to people is a very funny bit.
1: I think somebody had asked a question about the food and you said it, it's interesting to bring it up now. Oh you froze. Classic Zoom. Classic Come <laughs> oh, there you are! Great. um Got to have one of those moments. But I want to talk about the food because someone brought that up. I didn't think about it at all until someone asked, "Like, did you all the food that they have there? Did it make you hungry?" And you're right; I did not feel hungry at all. And I don't. I think it was probably intentional to make all the food gloppy. Like every time they put something onto their plate, it was just a glop of something. Oops. I'm sure that was intentional to add to like this uh, discomfort. Yeah. However, I used to work for a rabbi. And I will say that there was some amazing food. I saw no hamantashen. Uh, uh, Hamantashen is the best cookie I've ever had. And I was like, that's not a fair representation of the food that would be available at a shiva. In my opinion,
0: you can't come and just reap the benefits of the buffet. I thought was an incredibly funny line because it has that, like the, the pro the unwritten protocol of the shiva which is very, very funny, and yeah. it, like the word "reap" to like have <laughs> some importance to like go out of your way to like have a signifier of the importance. I think is very. Yeah, you funny. have to
1: earn the buffet. Yes. By talking to everyone, being respectful. It's uh, <laughs> it's very funny. There's a lot. Of, honestly, I feel like this is the thing in most comedies that I like, where the main characters aren't always giving me the biggest laughs. It's all those colorful. Background characters that are coming in with just a quick, a quick shot here and there. Yeah, and all those add up to something. Ri- d- no, you put that finger down. You put it down. I don't have a card for this one.
0: I just want to always be talking. Millen said Millen talked about a character um, that was the lady at the end with the with the oh, big. laugh yeah, yeah. There yes. Wow. With the comment right there.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> nice um no she was hilarious she was very funny my favorite part that she did she she said "Did you need a ride home and she goes do you drive like so shocked that she could drive and she goes yeah And she goes no i'm okay (laughs) like why did you ask if she could drive and why were you so shocked by it very funny that was really good I
0: i think that we're ready to move on to the questions
1: oh well if you think we're ready
0: I'm just feeling the room. I'm just sensing that uh, a change needs to happen. Yeah,
1: no, you're not wrong. I, I do want to point out uh, that the, another funny, really, uh, really funny thing I loved is the montage of close-ups that they had of people putting food in their mouth.
0: Oh my god! That and
1: was then crazy. it ended with <laughs> the, the oh, host thing. Someone clogged the toilet again. and It smells like shit.
0: That was the other toilet joke that <laughs> I thought was funny. I mean, it was
1: just like slow mo of like huge, gross mouthfuls, and then that <laughs> sentence. Yeah. I thought that was brilliant. It's brilliant.
0: Okay, let's move on to Q&As. I love it. We had a couple of questions before we even opened up the chat that I would like to cover first. We had Nick asked, what do you think of the depiction of sex work in this movie?
1: Oh, yeah. And I,
0: um, and I before I give you a chance to answer, Christopher, I'd oh, like to speak over you if that's clearly. okay. Clearly. Um, I thought that the depiction of sex work in this movie was um, handled very well. I think that it showed why um, she does what she does. And I think that that is a central part of the movie. And I think that it is what propels most of the conflict in this movie. And even though they don't really talk about it in the beginning, they kind of like, they don't really talk about the relationship at all or they, and they don't really talk about like what the sex work is or the dynamics, but you understand it throughout the movie. And there is this line at the end, where she's talking to her ex girlfriend who had judged her for her sex work, but then they're walking back and she says, "Honestly, I just want to understand why. Why do you do that?" And it was it was coming from an honest place. And she says, um, "She says it felt nice to have power and be appreciated." And it's like that's what the entire movie is about. Um, mm-hmm. that in, while she was in that dynamic at the, you know, in that, this like sugar daddy relationship gives her, she has power and she is appreciated. And the entire time that she's at the Shiva, she has zero power. She has nothing. And she is not appreciated by anybody. Her family does not appreciate her. She asks her mom, do you like, she just wants her mom to say, I'm proud of you. And so she's not appreciated by her mom. She's not appreciated by this boyfriend. Can I just keep talking?
1: Yeah, no. Going.
0: Out of here forever. Um, I'll yeah, so, so I, I think as you speak, I think that that was that. I think that that was the whole part of the movie, Christopher. Would you like
1: to say something? I mean, God forbid, <laughs> this is real Shiva material, by the way. God forbid, <laughs> I say a thing
0: oh, if you want um, to.
1: I have a very interesting fact. Uh, The director, Emma Seligman, actually had a small bit of experience with this in college. She did go on one date, uh, and they called it sugaring, which I thought I've never heard that term before. She said she did it once, but she also said that it's very, very common, at least in New York, when people are going through school to do like escorting or sugar daddy relationships to get through school, which is really interesting. I do like how they addressed it. The whole movie is not about it. So the, the fact that that's an element of it as it was in the director's life is interesting, but I do think they dealt with it very economically. Like you just hear a little bit about it and you're right. I think it's, it's nicely done. And I, she goes, I do, Oh, I never thought of it that way is a nice way to wrap it up, but it's really a smaller element, but it's like an important kind of, I don't want to call it issue, but a, a, a important theme. So to address it that way, I thought was really nice, but I thought it was fascinating to know that they, that, like the director is a bisexual Jewish person who did have experience with this. And apparently she talked to one of her professors after writing this sci-fi short film. And he's like, what is this? And because apparently it wasn't very good. And he's like, I mean, people always say, write What, you know, but just maybe try that. And then that's when she came up with this. Yeah. Well done.
0: Yeah. Um, We also, Clint asked about food and we already answered that. Also, if you have any questions, now is the time. Um, I love
1: all the comments. I want to respond to comments too. Respond. I'm Um, not
0: ready. Helen said, "What do you feel about Kim? Kim was the is the
1: oh yeah the the blonde lady, the shiksa, the shiksa. Yeah, yeah. Lots lots of good Yiddish in this. Yeah. I I get because she said that she's the only one that didn't really do anything wrong, but she's also the one that you kind of don't like." Because she is, you're supposed to, like she said, you're supposed to identify or, or empathize with Danielle, but you're right. She does have like a bit of a vibe where it's like, oh, you're too perfect.
0: I, I feel like I didn't, I didn't didn't hate her.
1: I didn't dislike her and she was being wronged, but I, yeah, there's something that they're trying to do there though in on paper. Yeah. She has done nothing wrong.
0: I I didn't feel bad for her because she is in power. And this is a movie about power, and she has the power. She has the power in this relationship, and she really flexed it in that one
1: scene where she made her hold the baby. Oh, yeah. That was actually really good, and I did like her then. David here is saying that she was so passive-aggressive. I don't disagree, but I think it was an appropriate use of passive-aggressiveness. Like she deserves a little bit of a, of a passive aggressive moment, but yeah, I do love that scene.
0: Yeah. She makes her hold the baby. And the whole thing is like, she doesn't like, she doesn't want to. And she, it is pure power. It is, it is, you know, power in one of the best expressions of power in this movie is making her hold that baby.
1: I do like where she's like just pressuring. her, And then at one point she goes, hold the baby, (laughs) just like punch her in the face with it. It's really, yes, Katie, perfection is boring, except this tall. is the only perfect. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. No, now that people can see me, my ego's out of control. Oh, Donnie. Come on. Oh, man. Uh, My favorite bagel is the one that's in my mouth. (laughs) Oh, God. Don't be upset by the phrase in my mouth. That's what you're supposed. It's not in your bed. mouth.
0: That, that was just. That's just a. It's just a, a, a
1: corny <laughs> answer. <laughs> that's a beautiful answer. Listen, I live in the moment. I love I think- all bagels.
0: The my favorite bagel is from Gotham Bagels in Madison. They have an all egg everything bagel, so it's an egg bagel and it has everything. It's it's like when you think when you thought an everything bagel had everything, it doesn't. It doesn't have the egg and the the all egg everything bagel from uh, Gotham Bagels in Madison is my favorite.
1: Bagel. I think the next ten minutes is going to be about uh, bagels because I just realized recently. Very normal bagel, but cream cheese, that's so normal. Here's what you do, little flaky salt on top. Mm. Oh, that is a game changer.
0: Okay, okay, okay.
1: Yeah, I would like all the comments to be about that, uh, but I guess you can do whatever you want.
0: Um, before we move on to what we've been watching,
1: Christopher,
0: yeah. I was asking you what movies uh, things remind you of. Yeah. And, but I had a really good one for this. This movie reminded me, do you remember the movie Cresha? Yes, I never saw it. Oh, you didn't see it. Okay, no, so that I, movie, I know the gist. That movie also started as a short film at the film at the film festival, and it was one of those where it was like great to watch it as a film as a short film at the festival, and then it graduated to a full length. Yeah, and to like see that evolution, that's I love like that. This
1: one like, did. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. Like this cool.
0: one did, and it was like the same thing where it was like claustrophobic, and Krisha in the movie she's an alcoholic, and it's like coming from kind of like how she sees the situation and how she's living in it much like, uh, Danielle is. Yeah.
1: I wrote down something. Oh yeah. There's a great movie called carnage. That's got Jodie Foster and John C. Riley. And it's based on a play. It's all in one room. It is two sets of parents, uh, kind of confronting each other. Yeah. And every five or 10 minutes, you think they're about to leave the room and all this tension. And then something always either brings them back in or, keeps them from leaving the entire time. You're just like, Oh God, I just want them to leave the room. How can you not get out of this apartment? At one point they get out of the hallway, then they have to come in for another reason. And that kind of reminded me of it where it's like all in one space and you're just dying for them to get out, but they can't. Yeah. And it's just constant conversation. I hate to, I hate to mention that movie because it's directed by Roman Polanski, who's a dirt bag. So <laughs> don't pay for it. <laughs> like, steal it. If you can. Um okay. Don't watch okay. I've told you what it's about. You don't have to watch it.
0: Are you ready for our favorite segment?
1: Yes. Oh, I've got a good one. Yeah.
0: Oh, I've got some good ones too. Okay. You go favorite first. Segment. What else have we been watching? You want me to go first? I kind of do. Mine, I have two of them that I want to talk about. Um, one of them is a a shameless ploy for you. Okay. Um, one of the movies that I watched was men and chicken <gasps> oh. a movie that Christopher talks about constantly that is up at nausea. And I finally, I finally, uh, watched it this week and we, we do you, you did it for weird
1: movies, right? I think, I think we brought it up in the first one. The time we talked about weird movies, um, I love that movie, it was a weird one. It was
0: for, yeah, Mass what Mass Mickelson, Michelson?
1: Mass Mickelson. Mass it, Mickelson? My girlfriend corrected me once cuz I keep calling him Mads and she goes it's actually pronounced Moss Mickelson and I said no it's not and then I was way wrong.
0: We had in the what you watching Wednesday weekly group <laughs> chat, we had a uh, we had a little talk about Mass. And I, I really liked I really liked his performance in the movie. Oh, it's out
1: of this world!
0: It's out of this world because he normally he plays like a very well put together kind exactly. of like deep character, and in that movie he's just he's a wackadoo, as he's I believe the
1: phrase you used earlier. Oh, good! Yeah, you have to see it. He's like a you would never believe that Moss Mickelson plays like a Kramer type character, where he's very <laughs> physical. <laughs> sure, he's very physical, and he's not cool <laughs> at all. He's not intense, except in a f- creepy way. Um, yeah. It's so funny. It, I laugh so hard. And I have a funny story about that. I saw it at the Madison Film Festival, or a, a Wisconsin Film Festival in Madison. There were Milwaukee film members in the audience, and I met up with them afterwards. Uh, the whole place is cracking up. And they were talking to me about it. Uh, Eva, uh, Eva if, this, if you're watching, this is you. Uh, and they were talking to me about it. And they were like laughing at all the things, the moments we talked about, and then they're like, "Yeah, we're not sure about this movie." I'm like, "No, you liked it. Like by the (laughs) the things that you're saying and you're laughing, that means you liked it." I still to this day am convinced they liked it, even though they're not sure about it.
0: Um, you talked more about the movie than I watched than I did. You pulled me. Uh, Yeah, yeah. what, uh, What What have you been watching? I have one more that I want to talk about for
1: help. Oh, I mean, I don't know if we're going to get past this one. There's a lot to break down, uh, but I watched Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> I believe it's one of the new wave films. <laughs> that is
0: such a you movie.
1: It's, okay. First of all, take that out of your mouth. <laughs> <it's>, I watched... <laughs> I watched. Yeah, I took the power back. That's really funny. Yes. Yes. Um. Here's the thing. Uh, my love, my lovely partner uh, said we should watch it because she remembered as a kid she really loved it, and I've never seen the Ernest films. I'm I am aware of Jim Varney's character from commercials when I was a kid, but my mindset. I thought, what if I'm missing something about these movies? What if it's like really weird or so over the top that I actually kind of like it.
0: I, I haven't watched it since I was a kid and I right. remember enjoying them when I was a kid, exactly. but how I, I want to know, how are they?
1: What they should stay. I don't, I think not only is this just for children, I think it is for uh, babies. Or, <laughs> or dumb Children.
0: <laughs> it wasn't like so, so bad or so dumb or so, it wasn't like so silly that it was.
1: No, I couldn't. I, I found it a difficult watch. If I'm being honest, all of his acting is in his neck. Yeah. He so much from here to here. And it's really cheesy. It's very of its time. I really wanted to like it. I wanted to be <laughs> secret. I'm like, I want to be somebody who champions the earnest movies. I I may give Ernest goes to camp a try. Uh, just to see if maybe I'm, I saw the wrong one, but we saw Ernest Scared Stupid, which has a troll with two noses that are constantly a good begood. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't recommend it. Surprisingly, I don't okay. want to be so highbrow, but I don't recommend Ernest Scared Stupid.
0: Um. All right. Can we talk about the movie that I am really excited about that I
1: watched? Of course, this? we can. Of course, we can. <laughs> yeah. I love the comment section so much.
0: Uh, the movie that I watched this week that I really loved is yeah. a movie on Netflix um from China called The Yin Yang
1: Master. Oh, that's in my to watch list. Is it good? Watch it. Yeah. Watch this movie.
0: I good. was like I going in, I was like, I kind of like things that are kind of like fantastical and uh it looked kind of weird. And uh yin yang master was so incredibly good it was it was like conceptually it was bizarre it was fully a very weird movie because each there there's so much that's going on it's so imaginative that they go like each all the costumes are whimsical all of the stages are extraordinary. And then the thing that happens is kind of like mind bending in a way that is like, it was just like such a beautiful expression of imagination. And it also like really worked as a movie. I was like, why aren't, why don't Marvel people will love this movie because it has a lot of like really set pieces of like action that happen and then something else happens and then they meet somebody else and somebody else happens and I think that it's not getting the like, I think that people aren't talking about one, it's from China and uh, it is, it's dubbed over, but I think that people aren't, yes, David. Um, uh, I, I think that people, I think people aren't talking about it because it's from China and for the, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm here, I'm here for the long haul.
0: <laughs> and, um, but I also think that people aren't, aren't talking <laughs> about it because it's like, I, after I found out after that it's based on a video game. And I was like, afterwards, I was like, that makes total sense. And like, I could see why people would not want to watch it because it's based on a video game. But I think it was more like a testament to like how good video games are right now because of like how imaginative and absolutely wonderful it was that movie is the yin yang master and y'all should watch it because it was very good
1: that I watched the trailer and it looks amazing. It's in that whole tradition of that very, the fantastic and the martial arts with the yes. beautiful costumes. Like I love that stuff. Yes. In, if I could piggyback on your recommendation, yes, you it is not a Chinese film. It is a South Korean show, television show. That's also on Netflix. I believe called kingdom. And I think I've talked about it before. But it reminded me when you're talking about it, it reminded me because it is a period piece. It is a cross between Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, but more genuinely historical in nature. It does have a zombie element, but don't let that throw you off if you're not into that because it is a very intriguing, beautifully shot and acted, interesting story. And honestly, 100% why you should watch it, despite everything, is the hats. <laughs> the hat game in that show is worth the watch. They have these. One guy has a hat that looks like a brimmed hat with rabbit ears, but it also has these beads. So it's has a Jewish theme and a rabbit theme, but it's South Korean in like the 1800s. Well, that,
0: that was like Yin Yang Master 2 Was like kind of queer in, a, in like a really. A fantastic way and I was like I did not See this coming from this movie It oh, was, that's it great. was like so And it like had so many elements That I was yeah. like so everybody It was like it was a mixture Of like so many things that I Thought it was great um, yeah. maybe what's a Um Bold Oscar prediction do you have A bold Oscar prediction
1: <laughs> I think a Jim Varney is going to come back I think there's going to be An in memoriam to Jim Varney That's earnest <laughs> I think they're really going to, they're really going to step it up. I'm amazed by watching, looking at the comments and seeing how many people really have seen a lot of earnest stuff. That's fantastic. Ernest. I don't, you Ernest. know what? I, I do think that the Oscars has made, have made better decisions this year. And normally as I'm very vocal about, I hate the Oscars, but I watch them and I have to see them. And I, f- feel connected to it but they've made so many uh upsetting and stupid decisions for so long yeah. that I still had this like nugget of hate in my in me in me yeah but I, I do like the last few years there's been and kind of a little bit more every year uh except mm-hmm. for the book was an interruption which was just an abomination uh that that yeah I'm happy to be on the record by saying that was a huge mistake. Yes. Um, At the time
0: yeah. we both did before it was nominated for a, true. an Oscar. You were very vocal. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I don't, I, I, I think there, there's some great films. up. I think Minari and Nomadland are the two best of the batch. And I think they're going to do really well. I want the grandma think- from no, from uh, Minari to win so bad because she was my favorite thing that happened in a movie this year.
0: Uh if Mank wins anything, I will be pissed. <laughs> I will be <laughs> I will be so mad if Mank wins anything. But uh yes. Um we are going to oh, be yeah. on WISN uh on their stream on Sunday at um
1: eight thirty to nine thirty. We'll be on their Facebook live page to talk about the Oscars as it happens and get our feedback, which is weird. We're gonna the news, sort yeah. of.
0: That's exciting! Uh, Independent Spirit Awards. Clint looked like you said that's tomorrow, Christopher.
1: What? I didn't even know that. How did I not know that? Yeah. Well, thank uh, you we'll for telling me. Those are good. Those are. Um, that's the kind of award show we should aspire to watch.
0: That is, and I'm so I'm so glad that you introduced me to that because I I did not know anything about the Independent Spirit Awards before talking to you, and it's. You know, like so many things in my life. I'm just glad and thankful <laughs> that you were there to too.
1: Yeah. Um, Kong vs. Godzilla. Well, who, Helen, what's going on? Don't hey, get Helen him knows. started.
0: Helen knows my love for Kong vs. Godzilla. Team Godzilla all the way. I mean, the yeah, championship.
1: Are you team Godzilla? I thought you were a team. I thought you were a King Kong man. <laughs> I, you know, I'm just hoping for a really great team. You know, I'm just looking for, for, uh, listen, I love people. a gentle giant, but I'm more yeah. of a, I'm more of like a, uh, um, oh God, my brain's not working abort. All right. I think that's
0: it. I think we no! wrap it up. Christopher's brain has stopped working, but he no. wants to keep going for some reason. Just said, brain isn't working, still wants to go on. no working. <laughs> okay, go on. What, what do you want to talk about?
1: I would like to talk about what else is being said
0: here. <laughs> Oh, my God. Christopher, I'm the man. room,
1: man. Get out. <laughs> no, We promised the people one full hour. No, I've got nothing uh, Andre the Giant is what I was trying to come up with I'm more of an Andre the Giant type of fella I like a gentle giant So much in a movie Or a book or anything Was it worth bringing it up? Yeah Two minutes no, I'm,
0: after? Did, so you, I'm did glad, the joke, did I'm the joke glad hit? Did it, a did it land?
1: Do you, do you feel it's, like, a, it's not a joke It's a genuine emotion Maybe you should check into that <laughs>
0: <laughs> Christopher takes power back As <laughs> a cry for help
1: I'm not, I didn't, get, the power I dynamic didn't of news. This one I just want to say I had this one on tap
0: Oh that's good It's too bad that we never disagree
1: <laughs> Yeah uh, No I genuinely want to say this I love a gentle I Thank you Tammy I, th- I love that character in a movie so much <laughs> Um but uh, yeah, King Kong is the one that is the more gentle of the giants. You you want to re
0: litigate Kong versus Godzilla? No, I'm here
1: for it. You want to do yeah. another
0: episode? I think that we
1: should. I'm intentionally doing it towards the end so we can't <laughs> get into when, it. When you
0: said, like, I genuinely want to say something, I thought you were going to say something nice about me, but then it was something nice about
1: King What Kong. would give you that impression?
0: <laughs> okay, let's wrap it up. Uh, Cinnabuds. That is a. Uh, Shiva Baby is available on Sofa
1: Cinema right now. mkefilm dot slash Sofa Cinema.
0: uh this Sunday for That's right. the Oscars.
1: Facebook this- live.
0: This has been Cinebuds. Cinebuds is edited by DJ Kenny Perez.
1: The DJ Kenny Perez.
0: Our theme song is from Milwaukee musician Brett newsky the news
1: and that's going to catch on
0: we get handcrafted sonic inspiration from the license lab Ooh. we also thank all of our members from milwaukee film and 89 radio milwaukee many of which are here thank you guys so much
1: yes 100 percent. we love you guys thank you also from
0: associated
1: bank
0: <laughs> and we could not do this we should not do this there's no way I would like one person I would like to thank more than anybody else. yeah our one, our only Christopher Pollard. Thank you, Christopher.
1: I don't know what to say. If I had time, I would also thank someone, but I don't think we have time.
0: I don't think that we do either, but thank you, Christopher. Yeah. and thank you, uh, Maddie. For helping us set
1: everything up. Yeah, thank you, Maddie. This was very nice. This was a lot of fun. And thanks to everyone. Yeah, look at that. Look, <laughs> yeah. One of you is getting this with you, like it or not. You're welcome. And thanks to everyone who was here. This was really, really fun. And I'm so excited that we got so many interactions. This was great. We're going to do this again. Yeah. Tomorrow. <laughs> I can't promise that. Okay.